I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What's up, everybody? It's your coach. Thank you so much. Can't thank everybody so much for all the love, for everything. Listen, the sponsor's back. This episode is sponsored by Positivity. Positivity, one thing that you can always bring to the table day in and day out, Monday through Sunday, every single day of your life, you can always add a little more positivity. Put the code in whenever you want positivity. Type in Coach HP for free. Unlimited access to positivity whenever you need it. That's right, unlimited access to positivity. You're down, tap into it, get some positivity, change your whole life. It'll change the way you look at things. It'll way people look at you. It'll change circumstances almost instantly. Daily dosage of positivity. Always available. Promo code COACHHP. Get all the positivity you need. Get all the positivity you want. On this episode of the Coach HP Show, probably the most inspirational guest I've ever had on. Probably the one person that After you hear his story, if you right now today, I released this on a Monday. If you listen to it on a Thursday, just pretend it's a Monday because you're going to need this. If you've complained about anything, anything, you got to listen to this episode. If you complained about you lost your job, the economy is bad, coronavirus, this, that, whatever it is, the government, the this, is You have to listen to the story of my man, Jordan. Went from playing baseball in high school to a car crash that changed his whole life to being paralyzed from the chest down, six months in a coma, changing. I didn't even know they did this. Your brain plate, cranium surgery because of the swollenness of the cranium. He didn't know where he was. He was in a coma for six weeks. Then it took him six months that they put that back in for him to even realize, get his memory back. We're talking about just crazy stuff. So without further delay, here on the Coach HP Show, my man Jordan A. Let's go. Like, What are we going to do about this fucking Cubano from the South? downtown in south florida putting together the firm with the palm trees behind him he's a monster he's controlling the market live three two one boom and we're on bro what's going on dude nothing here having a good day so far how about you Doing the same thing, bro. When did you start doing that thing on on Instagram stories where you start comparing one thing to another? When did I start that? I started that on a random day. I was just bored at home with this whole COVID stuff. And I was like, let's see how many people will interact with this. 
So I got it. Basically, it's this or that questions. Pick one and throw it up there. And people start responding. I started getting a bunch of DMs. It's so entertaining. I love what you're doing. Keep it up. So from there, I just went on. And it's tough to come up with questions after you've done 70 of them. Ah, you see that? What? Which one is your favorite one? Which one stick out that you like a lot? Which question or? Yeah, which question? Anything? Any one of them surprised the answer? Surprised you? A lot of the answer, a lot of the answers have actually surprised me because once I read the questions, I mean, I have my answer that I would apply, but then I think one's gonna blow the other out, and it ends up being pretty even. Like uh, just today, I put an NFL. If you prefer watching NFL or NCAA football. And it came in a tight race. I thought the NFL was going to blow away NCAA. But. No, I'll tell you why. Because remember, more there's more affiliation for the college because students went to the school versus guys or, or people that are fans of the sport. Yeah, that's true. Or like if I did Croquetas y La Canaria versus La Carreta, I mean, that's a giveaway because everybody in Miami loves y La Canaria Croqueta. So... That's one that I knew was going to win. But there's others that are a toss-up. Yeah. Jordan, have you have you been able to attack anything speaking-wise, bro? Have you thought about that still? Have you reached out to anybody? I know with the, with the corona thing, a lot of it's difficult. But have you been thinking about that or no? Yeah. I was scheduled to go talk at in Columbus – in 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 early april but that's when the corona started so that to cancel everything when school went virtual so we had to cancel that but i've already talked to to the administration there and we're already scheduling for me to go back and talk when the school years resumes hopefully it's in person and not virtually nice in preparation for that do you know what you're going to talk about? Did you write something down? Are you going to go off the cuff? What What were you thinking? No, for for that specific talk at Columbus, I talked to uh, I talked to the the head of the counseling, Betty. No, no, I mean you speaking. Like when you talk, yeah, yeah. do you know what you're going to talk about? No, well, I asked I asked them what they wanted me to address because there's so many things that I can talk about with everything I've experienced. So I asked them specifically, what do you want me to talk to these guys about? And they told me just, I want you to share your experience, your story, what happened to you. And that's more than enough. So in this situation, when, when I go speak at Columbus, I, I typed up what they want me to talk about. And I'm going to go off of that. Nice. Talking about your story, bro. How old are you now? I'm 27 now. 27. In, in in talking to you, it's hard not to mention the accident, but I think you're so much more than the accident, uh, mentally, heart-wise, and stuff like that. Let's go a little bit back. You were born in Miami? Yeah, born and raised in Miami. Born and raised in Miami. What elementary school did you go to? Elementary, I went to St. Agatha Catholic School. All the way to, to middle school? Well, it's a it's a K through eight, but I went to St. Agatha up until sixth grade, and then I went over to Rockway Middle School for seventh and eighth grade, and then Columbus nine through twelve. Jordan, how was it being at public school, going from private school 
to those two years at Rockway because I'm sure the vibe at Rockway was very different than. Oh, well, I was I was dismissed. We'll call it dismissed from Senegal, so I was forced to <laughs> find another school to go to. Why'd you get dismissed for skipping class? What were you doing there? No, no, it was just too many things. It wasn't one specific event that asked them, asked that they asked me to to find another school to attend. It was just a long rap sheet, uh, but I mean, it's private school, so any little thing is an infraction, whether you talk back to the teacher, whether you get caught cheating on a test, any little thing, they're putting it up on your, they're reporting you. So it's just too long of a rap sheet. But at the end of the day, I'm glad that I got to go to Rockway for seventh and eighth grade because it was life-changing for me. From going from 60 kids in one class that you've been with them since you're little to a class of maybe 800 kids where it's a million different backgrounds, ethnicities. It was mind blowing. My first, my first two months, I was a straight A student because I was scared of everything and scared of everybody until I made a bunch of friends and then things went on from there. Okay. So let's go from, so you get dismissed. Don't come back to St. Agatha. Were you proud then? Like, look, I'm super cool to be at Rockway. Was that fun? On looking back at it now, I'm super happy, and I met incredible people at at Rockway. I'm still friends with a lot of them, and I mean, I'm still friends with almost everybody from Saint Agatha as well. So I'm glad that it happened. But well, there's no but. I'm just glad that it happened. Like looking back at it, it's like, damn, I'm gonna have to leave my friends behind and go on right. to a new school, meet new people. But looking back at it, it's one of the best things that's happened to me. When you got to Columbus, man, why did you pick Columbus? Because a sibling went there or just you knew it was a powerhouse? Why did you pick Columbus? Well, I had my older brother graduated in 09, went there. My stepbrother graduated in 2010, went there. As like Even from, from when I was little in San Antonio, I knew that's where I wanted to go. It was close to home. They had good athletic programs. So... I wasn't, there was no other option for me when it came to what high school I was going to be attending. You weren't going to go to Belen? No. <laughs> that wasn't even a, an option. Dude, when, when you got to Columbus, you were playing baseball before. Where did you play baseball? I played baseball, Boys and Girls Club, Tamiami. I played for um, a travel team, international which Rolando is actually the, the head of the academy and he ended up being the hitting coach at Columbus. But I didn't end up hitting or playing any position in, uh, in Columbus. I ended up becoming a pitcher. When you, that transition to becoming a pitcher, like you can't hit anymore, were you like, okay, cool, I like it? Or were you like, you know what, man, I'm, I miss hitting, I can do it? Because a lot of people don't take that move very well. How did you handle that? No, I was actually fine with it because I'd pitched since I was little. I was always a, I pitched when, like, growing up in core league. And and once I hit kid pitch, I was always pitching. And then it's a funny story. When I was, like, 12 and kids started throwing harder and you're playing better competition, I started striking out a lot. And you know how Cuban dads are. And my dad was a baseball player. He played with the Canseco. So it was all about hitting fix your feet, move your hands, do this. I was like, bro, if you, 
tell me something else. I'm just going to stand here and strike out intentionally. I'm telling you, I don't see the ball. He's like, you know, you're making that up. I was like, all right, let's go to the, the ophthalmologist, the eye doctor. You're right, I'm going to take you. Turns out I'm legally blind in my left eye. I'm a righty. So that that's crazy, bro? It's going to pick up the ball. The amount of parents, especially Cuban parents here in Miami, Cuban dads that just tried their kids versus just talk and be like, look, dad, listen, oye, no estoy viendo el ojo. I'm sorry, I can't see. Yeah. And then let's get it fixed. Let's get it checked out versus, no, you say you don't want it or whatever. It's just crazy, man. Why do you think that is? Because they just want it so badly and it looks so easy from the outside? I think for some for some dads, some parents, it's they. it was their dream. If they didn't make it, they want to live out their dream through their kids and through you. Or they just want to see their kids succeed in sports. It's their way of bonding with their kids. And there's a lot of different possible reasons, but mostly I think it's success. They want their kids to succeed, especially when you see competition or you see your boy's son is hitting 500 and then your son is hitting 300. Come on, we gotta we gotta improve your game because we can't let Fulanito look better than you on the field. Did you, you know? ever take any hitting lessons or pitching lessons before oh, yeah. Columbus? So, yeah, before Columbus. Yeah. Yeah, I took uh, I took hitting lessons with um, he goes by a Flaco. I don't know his real name, but he's a coach at UM now. Well, he's been a coach at UM for a yeah, while. Yeah, his name is real nice, dude, bro. Yeah, awesome guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah Flaco. He uh, he's at Slam now, but he's always at UM at the UM uh, facility and stuff like that. So you took hitting with him, nice, yeah. bro. When you played, did you play freshman baseball in JV? I played freshman ball on my, I played for the freshman team my freshman year. I played JV my sophomore year, my junior year, I played varsity. Nice, dude. If you would have kept going, do you think you would have been able to play college? Honestly, I don't think so. I'm five, I'm 5'7 on a good day. I topped out at 82. I had good look. My my best pitch was location and my changeup, but I don't think I had what it take to to play Division One baseball. Or if I did, it would have to be D three or something like that. But I told myself, if you're not playing D one, just hang it up and put your put all your time into your your books. You were lefty or righty? Righty. That's yeah, hard for a righty. That's that's a little bit hard. As you're doing that, how was it, man? Playing in a team, playing for Columbus, did you feel how special it was to put on the seat for Columbus? Oh, most definitely. And I knew my role. You have to know your role on the team. If you they bring you in in the you're up 10-0, they bring you into pitch, it's not like, oh, why do you have to bring me in when we're blowing out the other team? It's like everybody, almost everyone on my team ended up getting a D1 scholarship or going straight pro. And I knew that wasn't that wasn't my I wasn't that's I wasn't at their skill level, but I was still keeping up with them. So I knew my position on the team encouraged the guys, helped them get better while they helped me get better. So it was an amazing experience. I still keep in touch with a lot of my teammates, and we're like family. Was uh, was Eddie Alvarez your year? Eddie Alvarez was a senior when I was a freshman. Look at that man. Who'd have thought that dude would be in the big leagues, huh? Yeah. That is Definitely. crazy. 
Very the, good. Yeah, man. The guy's just an athlete that's that's crazy. When you start now, the accident happened while you were in high school or in college? My accident happened summer going into my senior year of high school, July of 2010. Just this past weekend marked uh, 10 years since my injury. Jordan, none of us can ever imagine what something like that is, man. Have you been able to, it looks at least on social media, unless you're lying, it looks like you were able to come out of this situation extremely positive, man. Were you always like that? Or were there a time that you said, dude, this thing sucks? How, uh, how, did, that, how did you deal with that? I mean, everybody has their good days and their bad, but it's, I think, I tell people, you always want your good days to outnumber your bad days. Every day is not a good day for me, but the majority of them are. I don't, I try to look at everything on the positive side and the positive end of things because at the end of the day, you got to move forward and you got to look up. Looking down, you're going to trip over yourself. So I always try to keep a positive attitude, look forward and improve. So that's it's. I've I've always been a positive guy. Your whole life after the accident, that I got more positive or I changed my mindset. Right. Do you remember still how before the accident? Do you still remember that, or you, did you blank out completely? And the accident, I I passed out. I was in a coma for six weeks straight from the accident, but I have great memory of my but before past before before the accident when. You, because you got somebody, was it somebody T-boned you with the car? Is that what it was? I was a passenger in a car. I was sitting in the the third row of a big SUV and the driver of my car made a left-hand turn. We got hit in the back and I wasn't wearing my seatbelt and I got ejected from the car. Damn, bro. And not too many people wear seatbelts in the back seats ever, right? So it's, it's like... Florida's actually, sorry to interrupt you. Florida's actually one of... I don't want to say a few because it's a couple of states in the U.S. that it's not a law. It's not mandatory for people in the backseat to wear their seatbelt. That is crazy, dude. When So six weeks in a coma. Yeah. When you get out of that, bro, what are you telling yourself? Like, how was that, man? I have no idea. I don't have any. I have very few recollections. Up until six, about six months later, because to reduce the swelling in my in my brain from the bleeding, they performed a, an operation it's called a craniotomy, where they remove the bone flap from your head to reduce the swelling. And I didn't even recognize my mom for those six months because they took out the bone and then they freeze it. And then six months later, after your head heals, they reattach it or they put it back. So I have no recollect. I have very little recollection of those six months until they put, they reattached my my bone flap. What hospital were you at? I stayed. I was in. I got flown to Jackson. That's where I was in the coma, and I had my spinal surgery, my brain surgery, and then straight from Jackson when I woke up, and a few weeks later, I flew to a. the Shepherd Center, which is one of the best rehabilitation hospitals in the U.S which is in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. How long were you there for? Let's see. My accident happened in July, six weeks. 
takes you into September. So from September to December, around there. So a couple months. A couple months. When you were there, that's when you hit conch. That's when you remember. That's your earliest memory when you were there. No, because when I was there, I still I was still missing my bone flap. So it wasn't until I got I got back in January. I mean January thirteenth of twenty eleven was when I had the operation done to put back the bone flap in my head and everybody says like Jordan's back. I remembered everything. I started talking normally and it's like, what the hell just happened to this kid? Those before they put that flap in, like you said, were you were you normal but you just don't remember anything? You were like talking or you were sleeping or what was that? No, I was awake and I was I mean I don't remember much of it, but when I see pictures, I mean, I have a huge dent in my head. I was wearing it. They call me a cone head because it's, it almost looks like a deformity. Well, it is a deformity, but I was, I was not all there. I was slurring my speech. I didn't recognize people. I called my mom Miss for six months because I didn't recognize her or any of my family members. So I was like just going with it. I know I had a lot of uh, like outbursts and... I wasn't I wasn't myself until January of 2011 when I had the the operation to putting back my my bone flap. Jordan, when that happens, dude, you get that flapping, you start being yourself. Talk to me about that first that first time when you okay, I'm back. This is what I'm dealing with because obviously you said about your head. What else? What else? When did you lose? How what your body? How much did your body change? A lot because I had, I suffered a C4 and C5 spinal cord injury. So basically paralyzed from the chest down. So when I woke up, it's something I think about a lot. It's like, did you just wake up? You realize you're in a wheelchair where you piss or what? And I think I just accepted it. Or maybe I didn't have enough time to think about it. Like, damn, you're in a wheelchair now and you can't walk. So it's something I just... I think I just grew into it and I knew from then on, it's all right. We got to make the best of this. I see you doing, I always see you doing your therapy. You do that in hopes of someday you to be able to walk again. Is that just to stretch out your body? You get the blood flowing. Why, why is that? Why do you still do that? Well, therapy right now, scientifically speaking, there's no way to get a quadriplegic to walk again, but you can throw that out the window if you're talking to me. But I do therapy to keep my blood flow regulating, to keep your range of motion. So being able to stretch my arms more, get stronger, so that when there is a cure or there is something or God makes me walk again, that I'm ready. So I don't want it to be a cure. It's like, all right, now I got to go start from ground go zero, the whole thing. do yeah. therapy and start from there and get stronger to be ready to walk again. I want to be ready. Jordan, do you feel, do you feel your hands? You have your, your, any movement like of toes or anything like that or no? I have very little sensation. I have, I have like my, my level of sensation ends around my chest. Like if you were to draw a line from nipple to nipple, that's where my sensation ends. So I can feel my head. I feel my shoulders. But below below my chest, very little sensation. Very little sensation. Do you, 
like that sweet beard that you have. Yeah. Do you get that done? Does somebody can you do? Do you do that yourself, or somebody does that for you? No, I can't do that. I don't have I don't have any function in my hands. Okay. Like I can I can move my wrist up and down, but I I don't I don't have grip, and I can't move my fingers. So I'll either go to the barber shop or today's I'm not going to a barber shop or to a salon. So thank God I have my my mom if I need her to shave me. I have my brother in law. I have my nice. brother. I have people to rely on that I can depend on if I need to get shaved or and things like that. Do you feel yourself? I see you when you post your videos, man. You look like you're getting stronger. Do you feel yourself getting stronger with the therapy and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Especially recently when I go up in weight, even if it's from 10 pounds to 15 pounds, I feel myself getting stronger. I feel more movement, that strength. It's not so much like muscle mass, like, oh, you bench press 150. Last time you couldn't do 140. That's not the only thing that I measure my strength on. So I feel myself getting stronger. It's it's a, It comes in small increments. Right. It might take two months for me to feel, to go up a pound. But even that pound, it took two months, but I got there. You got there. Jordan, what, what weight are you at now? Do you know? Depends on what exercise I'm trying to do. Bench. Bench is my weakest because my chest and my triceps are the weakest part, which comes with the injury. If it comes to like doing any like rows, I can do about 50 pounds because nice. my back and my shoulders are stronger than and biceps are stronger than my triceps and chest and things like that. So it all depends on the muscles that are required to do certain exercises. Jordan, have you ever thought of getting any tattoos, bro? I've thought about it, but I've never gone through with it. I don't like needles. No, you don't like needles, huh? No. Dude, I'm telling you, bro, it'd be sweet. All tatted, you'd be all gangster <laughs> there. Everybody would look at you be like, oh, look at this dude. Bro, your mindset, as all this is happening, you're, you, were, you were what, 18 when that happened? 17. 17, bro. Going into, 17? going into my senior year. Going into your senior year. How do you cope with that, man? Did you just say, okay, this is where I'm at. Let's go. Did it take you a little while? I know you said you just you didn't have a lot of time to cope with it. How did you deal with it in your 20s as you start now becoming a man and stuff? How would you deal with that? It was tough. Because it's like, all right, your senior year is your best year. You missed out on prom. You missed out on your class trips. Then you're going into college, going to college parties. Um, that was uh, going clubbing, things like that. Like, okay, uh, you're 18. Then you hit 21. You're legal. So those were some tough times. But then a lot of it, I, was, I also thought I was like, maybe it happened for a reason. Maybe if you were going clubbing and you're going around Miami doing all these crazy things, you could have ended up in worse in a worse outcome. And maybe this was this happened to you to protect you from something worse that could have possibly happened or getting yourself in trouble. But it is something that I would look back on and or while I was going through that age and those stages, I was like, damn, I'm here stuck at home when I could be at a party, when I could be at a club, when Jordan, who would you hang out with, dude? Like, did you have buddies? Is it your brothers? Like, who would you spend most of your time with? Other than obviously your mom helping you and stuff like that. Who yeah. would you hang out with? Mostly my family. I mean, I have I have some good friends, but especially at that time, it's you graduate 
you're in your senior year, you graduate, everybody's going off to college, everybody's doing their own thing, whether you have a girlfriend, they have a boyfriend, everybody's doing their own thing and you start working. But I have my, I have a close group of friends that whenever they're able to, will go, they'd invite me to go to their house, to a party, they come over, hang out with me. But mostly my family, my brothers, my sisters, and mostly, I'd say mostly my family, but I still have a good group of friends that, that I hang out with also. Let me ask you a question out of curiosity. If you were to take, not that you would, but if you were to take yeah. steroids, would you get like completely jacked and ripped because you're training every day or would it not do the right effect? You know, honestly, I'm not sure. I think, I think I would get stronger, but it all depends on how much weight. Because then again, I'm pulling 50 pounds. Right. I don't know how, how effective, how much stronger it'll affect my muscle mass. I say <laughs> we shoot you up, bro. Let's get you some tats. Let's. <laughs> oh my God, bro. A different person. A whole different person. We grow the beard super long. Yeah. We come out, dude. Any, and, and, and I know this is, it's just so interesting for me because as I deal with so many people that aren't taking advantage of their life, and then every time you see somebody like you that flipped it around and takes a lot of advantage of what happened to them, it's, it's so, it's so inspirational. It's so honest. It's so like this Corona thing that everything, everybody took for granted and now it's not happening anymore. When do you, I've seen you at Marlin games. Yeah. I've seen you, saw you at I am at the locks. Do you go out a lot? Bef let's say before this Corona thing, would you go out a lot? Do you need like a special van to move around like that kind of thing? Well, yeah, thank God. Now I have, well, for the last, since about 2016, I, I have my own personal van. So, my mom, anybody can, my brother, anybody can drive me around because I have my own personal car that has a ramp to get in and out, that have straps to lock my chair down in the car. But before that, it's calling STS, which stands for Special Transportation Services, okay. schedule your pickups and schedule that. But to answer, but yeah, I like getting out and I go out whenever I can, especially sporting events, uh, going out to eat, things like that. When I, whenever I can, I go out. Jordan, what are your teams? Are you like all Miami guys with the sports? Mom, my first team is the Marlins. I'm home, my home team. Then I got to go Red Sox. That's my second team. Why the Red Sox? I jumped on the bandwagon in 2004. The Marlins oh traded Josh Beckett, Mike Lowell to the Red Sox. I jumped on the bandwagon yeah. and they won the World Series in 04. And that's it, huh? Isn't that crazy, man? Yeah. What a team that was, you know, in 04 and that organization. And one of the best interviews of baseball, but probably the best one, man, is Big Poppy, bro. That dude is so chill and so honest. And the way he talks about baseball is insane. He's really, really, really good. In football, were you a Dolphin guy or did you go Patriots too? No, no. Straight Dolphins. Straight Dolphins, which that I'm yeah. sure. Are the Dolphins ever going to be good, bro? We will. They were before my time, and I think they will again. What do you think about Tua? Turn things around. Honestly, I was 
was I was more of a Herbert guy. I was hoping we drafted Herbert, but we drafted Tua. He has a lot of tools, and he has the potential to be a great player, but it's the injuries that scare me. Yeah, bro. I hear you, man. And UM football, is that your team too? Football UM? It used to be until I graduated from FIU. I so still I, root for I'll still root for them if they're playing, but I'll take my Panthers over the Canes. Panthers, huh? And the Panthers beat the Canes this year, right? We did. Dude, that's crazy, man. I play baseball for FIU. I don't feel like a Panther, but I in my fifth year, I did a little stint there with the Golden Panthers. Crazy how that how that campus has changed, huh? Oh yeah. I was just reading the other day that uh, FIU used to be the original Tamiami Airport, and to see it now, bro. They let me tell you something. They used to when I used to play in Tamiami. They used to fly little airplanes there, remote control, and you would always hear of people flying remote control airplanes, and we would play in those two fields at nine o'clock in the morning on Saturdays. All you would see is people flying airplanes. Wow. And then as FIU started to grow, FIU just started creeping into Tamiami Park, Tamiami Park, Tamiami Park. That's that's why I grew up, bro. Every day I was there at, uh, at Tamiami Park. Jordan, any heroes, bro? Do you have any heroes, man, people you look up to? Heroes? I mean, besides my parents... I'm not really big on icons and things like that, but when I was when it came to baseball, my my hero was Dustin Pedroia. He was he's not big in stature. He's like five seven, five eight. I played second base before I started pitching, so I was like, all right, this guy can do it. Anybody can do it. Thank God I got a, the opportunity to meet him in spring training about two years ago, and cool have a dude, conversation huh? with him. Yeah, great guy. Great guy, bro. Dude got drafted in the first round out of Arizona State, man. Yeah. And it turns out when I met him, he's like, like I was just like, I didn't know what to do because it was a surprise. My sister had uh, set up a meeting with him up in their spring training field in Fort, Fort Myers. Myers. Yeah. Yeah. So I went over there and before the game started, and I went back there to the cages. I didn't know what the hell I was doing back there. And then he came out. And they're like, all right, what do you want to ask him? I was like, I wasn't expecting this. I didn't prepare for this. But uh, I remember he went to Arizona State, and one of his teammates actually suffered a spinal cord injury as well, diving into third base. I don't remember. Wow. I, I believe he hit his head, went into the third baseman's knee, fracturing his uh, spinal cord. So he was, a, he was aware of what the injury is like, and – he had a friend that suffered a similar injury to his mind. You know what I would have asked us in Pedroia? I would have asked him, dude, when do you plan to just shave your whole head? That's what I would have asked him. Because <laughs> he would rock that like half, like yeah. bald here, but hair here. I can't do that, bro. I got to literally hit my head every single day. I can't see a little shadow here on the side because it's just, it's, yeah. I call it, I don't know. Did you ever see, you ever watch A Living Color? No. There used to be a clown called Homie the Clown. You ever heard of Homie the Clown? No, never. And he would hit somebody and go, Homie, don't play that. And he hits somebody. Well, you know, like Bozo the Clown, how he has like no hair here and the side yeah. is long. I used to call it the Homie, don't play that. And just <laughs> hit that thing, bro. Um, Jordan, any dating or anything, dude? Any, no. Anything? When I was in, um, 
I had a girlfriend well, in high school, but we, we ended things on mutual terms right. about, about a year after the accident. And then, but after that, I put all my focus into my I'm studying just... and I didn't want any distractions while I was in college. And since then I've opened up more and opened myself up to dating and girls. But as of now, nothing, I'm not in a hurry. Dude, but with your, listen, with your eyes and that look you got going on, buddy, you should be crushing it 24-7, dude. I'd be sliding into DMs left and right. I'd be, hey, what's up, man? Hey, cool. Blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you, bro, you're selling yourself short there, man. I'm picky. I'm not swiping right on everybody. No, yeah. Come on, bro. Come on. Give him some love, bro. Don't be so picky, man. Come on. You know, come up there and be like, hey, what's going on? Boom, boom. Yeah. You know, life's, you know, as you know, bro, life's short. Take advantage, man. Yeah. Take advantage. Let's get some base hits before we start hitting some home runs. You know what I mean? I'm different. <laughs> Dude, let's get some hits. Let's get some jammed at bats. Don't everything's going to be home runs, bro. Jordan, favorite, <laughs> what's your favorite type of music? Favorite type of music? R&B. Who do you I like? like hip-hop. And I, I can listen to my reggaeton and country every now and then, but I'm an R&B guy. Who's your favorite R&B guy? Favorite R&B guy? I got to go probably Usher. Look at you, man. That type of music. Usher, huh? That's music that you can sing along to. Nothing better than that. Nothing better than singing along to music. Jordan, now what makes you happy, bro? I know it sounds cliche, but waking up in the morning and a new waking up to a new fresh day and having another day of life but in reference to what you're really asking working out going to therapy being with people i'm a people person so i'm around people cracking jokes or just having conversation that makes me happy are you funny are you funny depends on who you ask let me ask you do you think you're funny i think so why don't you why don't you do a stand up comedy, man? No, I can't do that. Why not? You should listen. I don't have jokes for that. Nah, come on. I think you should write an act. I was so honored, bro, when you had reached out to me the first time, man, of that we were able to meet and, and that you came out to see me speak. Uh, it helps so much to we don't understand how important our story is till we see how it affects other people. And I had noticed that, but I was lucky to start my journey at 38, very mature, understanding what my pros and cons were, dealing with rejection, stuff like that. You now are what, like 32 or something? 32, 27. Oh my God, you're a baby, bro. So you literally, how do you approach social media, man? Do you, I see what you're doing. Have we started a YouTube channel yet? Have we started a podcast yet? Anything like that? No, I haven't started a YouTube channel or a podcast. I approach my social media just, I like to share my story and my workouts and to inspire other and to other people and help other people accept where they're at and to motivate people. That's a word I get a lot, your big motivation, inspiration, but evidence, like they say, actions speak louder than words. I can right. tell you, I can write you a book, but if you see me in action, it's more proof and it'll be more to you than if you read my book three or four times. 
Right. Have you thought of podcasts or anything? Do you like that? Or are you like, nah, nah it's not my style? Not really. I like conversing with people, but I can't see myself coming up with questions and keeping a podcast going. It'd be, I see this, I know I can do it if I wanted to, but I see this too much of a, a challenge. Not something I'm willing to put in. Does time. it motivate you? You don't like, uh, but you like speaking more, the public speaking, you like that more? Yeah. I like speaking to motivate people and says, if you put me up on a stage, until I get wait, I'll be scared shitless until I get up there. But the one that once I start talking, I'm once like, you get, once you get comfortable, have you spoken anywhere yet? No, that's gonna not be the first a, one, not a big stage or anything. Have okay, when you go speak, are you gonna record it? I would like to. If, you have to, you have to. They're gonna say, listen, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll come speak, but I, I want somebody to record it, and then you could even ask Omar. He'll help you out. Hook me up with a lapel so it's wireless, so the people hear what you're saying. And bro, I think, especially now, it's easy because now we could. You could do it through the computer. You could talk yeah. to as many people as you want. I think you should talk to every single person, every single group that lets you speak, man, because. By your 20th one, you're going to be completely different than your first one. And then you're going to learn to really, really feel your vibe and how your tonality and how your stories and shit, I messed up over here, but I crushed it over there or I fucked up over here and I did this over there. And that helps because we all get excited before, but something yeah. hits us, you know, and I think you should do that, man. I think you should reach out. And tell people, listen, I just want to speak to, I want to speak to a, a Tamiami Park team that's 15 years old. Record it. Record it. Put it on your social. Record it. Put it on your social. Put it on your YouTube. All that stuff. Bro, you have, with your story, such a good opportunity, man. Yeah, hey, it's something I definitely want to do because I like talking. And if there's, if I can help one person, I'll do it. But, um, but there's no but. It's finding the finding the chance, finding the opportunity, reaching out to people. Reach out like to I hospitals. You, reach out to hospitals. Reach out to as many people as you can, man. And they're going to see, say, hey, look, I'm a speaker. This is my situation. This is my story. Blah, blah, blah. Brother, I'm telling you, man, please listen to me in this. I told you this back then, but please yeah, yeah. listen to me. Columbus is one thing that's a great start. Nobody's going to tell you no. I want to come speak for free. This is going to happen. You're going to speak for free, an example, 30 times. 31, hey, what's your rate? You're going to say 300 bucks. They're going to say, perfect, here's 300 bucks. Then you're going to say 3,000. They're going to go, okay, here's 3,000. Then it's going to be 13,000. I'm serious. You don't, don't smile. I'm serious. No. No. 13,000, 13,000. Then it's going to be 30,000. 30 because you're a baby, bro. You're yeah. a baby. By the time you're 35, you would have spoken to thousands of people, man. You know what I mean? And your story yeah. is always trending. It's not like, well, you know, this this you're stuck. The positive of your situation is every single time you speak in from somebody, it's relevant. Yeah. That, do you feel That's that probably. at all or no? 
I'm a, yeah, I feel you. I've spoken a lot. I've spoken to a lot of people individually, people in similar situations of mine, recently injured people, like helping them prepare of what's to come and to get ready mentally and physically. I've done a lot of one-on-one talking, but never to a big group or couple. It starts listen, five people. Forget stage. Five people. You in a you in a corner somewhere. Five people. You record it. You with 15 people, you record it, and then you talk before. What's up, everybody? Jordan here. Whatever you want to call yourself. Motivation on wheels, uh, strike three, croqueta, yeah. whatever comes to your brain, that's what you say. Hey, what's up, guys? Boom. Listen, today I'm sp I spoke in Jackson Hospital to the trauma unit, blah, blah, blah. blah. This is how I feel, this and that. And then you talk, bro. I think the more you talk, the more you say, the more, listen, um, what are a lot of misconceptions people have about people in your situation? Hey, listen, I'm a normal dude. I can do this. I think stuff like that, man, for a yeah. guy like you, that's so cool. Listen, bro, if you were some idiot, I'd be like, bro, don't do this. Just tranquilo, chill out. But since you have such a cool story and the way you maneuver, man, you have your swag that a lot of people gravitate towards you and they really like you, bro, sky's the limit, man. Thank you. No, it's definitely something I'm going to look into. I've been looking into, but I want to pursue it further and look into it more for it to actually come through and happen. It's going to be tough now with the Corona, but I'm planning things for the future because this is going to come to an end. No, no, no you, use the computer, bro. Use the computer for now. Like we're doing yeah. right now. This is, we've been talking here. This is effortlessly. 44 minutes. Doesn't even feel like it. 44 yeah. minutes. You know what I mean? And with you and your story, it's just, it's just something, something that I think you should do. Jordan, any question for me, bro? Anything I can help you with? Damn it. We've talked so many times. I've asked you so many things. Nothing Anything comes that we've talked now. about that you remember? In what sense? A question that you had from before that I answered you that you were like, oh, man, that helped me or anything. Maybe it was when you, when you talk on so many different stages and to so many different audiences, how do you know what to address them about or what to tell them? Or do you just tell everyone the same it's not a story, but do you dress everyone the same and tell them the same speech? Okay, so I, I I don't because everybody's different. When I when I spoke to Oregon State, the national champs, that was a different talk than when I spoke to ESPN, to their ad sales team, or when I spoke to Chevrolet, to car salesmen, to when I spoke to Disney, to their ad sales team. Everybody's different. But one of the things that somebody told me, a dude very, very, very successful. I don't know if it, if it, if the guy, if it was an insult, Jordan, or I don't know if it was a compliment. He goes to me, coach, you know what the best thing you got going for you is? I was like, no. He goes, your ability to believe in what you're saying. And I was like, well, I mean, I'm crazy or something? Like, yeah. literally. But what I do is, I did it when I spoke. I'll give you a perfect example. When I spoke to the freshman, I have a thing where if I'm speaking to, to teenagers, they're a little less likely to take you seriously than if you're speaking to a little older, only because of the setting, because of 
it was in an auditorium. When I spoke to the 10th grade class and the 9th grade class, it's in an auditorium. They're all there. They're all fucking around the majority of them. But when I start speaking, I feel it really helps. So an example, I did it to the freshman. I'm talking and like two kids start talking and I'm watching them mess around with each other. And I yeah, we were watching that live. Yeah, bro. And I, and, I, and I called them out on it. I'm like, my man, you got to pay attention here. This is, this is what can help you. So I did start to write down in my hand some really key points, not exactly like what I'm going to say, just communication, effort, attitude, awareness. And I'll ask, like, let's say I'm speaking to Jordan's group. Jordan, anything you want me to hit on? No, HP, mira, these people, they need, bro, visualization. They need body control. And then, okay, then I'll add that to my mix. But to me, Jordan, everything is, man, stuff that you live by, bro, which is the only th thing you can control. And you're the perfect example of this is your effort and your attitude, bro. That's it. Everything else, it's on somebody else, dude. And yeah, you're a master cool. at doing that, man. And that is one of the things I'm most proud of you of is that you control your effort and your attitude. Did you, you did you get put in a fucked up situation? Absolutely. But are you the perfect guy to win out of the situation? Absolutely. Lower your standard with chicks. Stop going after supermodels. All right, bro? Okay? Even though, listen, in all honesty, I would love to see you pull up with some peace. That would be amazing, bro. And I, and I think it's coming. You just don't, don't, don't be so, don't play so hard to get, dude. You know what I mean? But I think that's, it's time, bro. And it's your time now, man. Don't, don't go, okay, cool. Yeah, coach. And then go chill and hit up people. Start tonight, start tomorrow. You should be blasting companies, hospitals, whatever on DMs on everybody calling on the phone. Hey, listen, kids, I can, I want to speak to them. I'm on a zoom thing. I'm on StreamYard. I'll, I'll help you anything you need. I'll help you with the software. I'll help you with the, this. This records itself, Jordan. And I hear you perfectly. It's not like you need it. What I got going on here, this is just to, you know what I'm saying? This is just yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I hear you perfectly. The background is perfect. You can literally do, and, and it's going to pass your time because if not, let's say an example, a day like tomorrow, what does your day consist of? Tomorrow, nothing. So, tomorrow's one of my, my days off during the week. So day off, right? So what do you do? Let's, this is interesting. All right. So tomorrow you wake up at what time? Probably around nine. Do you sleep good at night? Yeah, most days I sleep well. Okay. Do you get put to bed or does yeah. you're like, okay, so you're in your bed, you're sleeping. Do you watch TV to sleep? Yeah, I I put on the TV and I have an Alexa. So I'll tell her, put a sleep timer, turn off. Turn off the thing. What do you like to watch on TV? Now, because there's no sports. So what are you watching, yeah. Netflix or something? No, I'm old school. I, I stick to my local channels and I watch uh, cop shows when there's sports on. I'm always watching sports. But I'm, I watch NCIS. Um, all those shows. So you're not you streaming. Here. You're not streaming now at all. You're not a streamer. No. You're no, w, your channel, they used to be on channel. So what, did you just like cable? Is that your thing? Cable channel? Yeah, because... Growing up, we never, I didn't have cable in my house. 
So I grew up watching Channel 4, 6, 7, 10. Did you do and 33 and 39? Yeah, WB39, UPS. WDZL. Come on, buddy. Yeah. What do you know about that? The UPS. What do you know about that? <laughs> so I just got used to watching the local channels. And, I mean, I watch the Food Network and I watch other other channels. But I'm not big into Netflix or HBO and binge-watching TV shows. Wow, so you're missing out, dude. You got to get, listen to me, bro. You at least, you're not going to regret it. You got to get Netflix. Okay, I'll hook you up with my password. Don't worry. All right? You got to watch Narcos. You're going to love it. I don't watch too many stuff because I'm always doing content. But yeah. at least promise me, you got to watch Narcos. There's three seasons of them. It's the Pablo Escobar thing, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to shoot you my password. Hopefully Netflix don't see this, so we're good. <laughs> Brother, trust me, you're going to love it. You're going to love it, and it's something different. Okay, so tomorrow, you wake up. What are you having for breakfast? Probably cereal with milk. What or kind of cereal? Honey bunches of oats. Dude, I love honey bunches of oats. Here's a quick question. With milk, hot milk or cold milk? Cold milk. You ever? Here, here's a, go, go put this on your post, bro. Hot milk or cold milk? I love cereal with hot milk, dude. What? I've never yep. heard of that in my life. Never heard of that? Bro, I can have cereal with hot milk all the time. So honey bunches of oats, which is delicious. Or what else did you say? Either honey bunches of oats, cinnamon toast crunch, or my, my totala with cafe con leche. All right. Homemade. Homemade totala, cafe con leche. Let's talk about the cafe con leche. Heavy sugar, light coffee, heavy sugar, heavy coffee. How are you doing that? Depends. I like my I like my coffee, my cafe con leche light with sugar. Me too. I like I like a lot of sugar. Like yeah. eating it in the microwave or, or in the uh, or in the oven. Microwave. What, what are we putting? Huh? What are we putting? Are we putting two minutes, a minute ninety five? I know you got to figure it out. What are you putting in the microwave? No, not long. Depends if it's if it's freshly okay. brewed Cuban coffee. Just heat up the the milk. If, if you got to go to that instant Cuban coffee, you got to throw it in there at least a minute. At least a minute. What type of milk are you having? Regular whole milk. Whole milk, like from Publix? Yeah. Organic or just from Publix? Uh, whole, milk, whole milk from Publix. The red one? The green one? Yeah. 2%? Which one? Red. I've never been into 2%. The, to me, it's... I know one is more fattening than the other, but what about skim milk? You never just that seems like water, huh? Skim milk. That's the worst I, one. That's the what are you drinking? Are you drinking orange juice or no? No, I drink I drink my medicines with cranberry every day. They say cranberry helps prevent uh urinary tract infections. Yes. So I'm always on cranberry in the morning. Dude, I've been on I started recently I lost 37 pounds. Congratulations. Right Thank you, bro. I've been doing a fast where I don't eat for every 48 hours i don't eat so i don't eat for two days i eat the third day so yeah. i obsess with what other people are eating and it's like i live through you so i'm i'm enjoying those honey bunches of oats and all that other stuff you're having with you what do you usually have for lunch lunch mostly mostly a sandwich either a sandwich or leftovers from the night before what type of sandwich ham and cheese are you toasting the bread definitely oh, I, don't, I don't like i don't like cold food so we're going ham and cheese, toasting the bread. You cut it in half or you do the whole thing? Cut it in half. Cut it in half, huh? All right. 
For dinner. Do you do any snacks at all or we go right to dinner? If I do snacks, I'll, it'll be bars, like uh, Nature Valley bars, yogurt, something small. Something small? Yeah. For dinner, what do you like for dinner? What do you have tonight for dinner? I'll eat anything. What did I eat for dinner tonight? Oh, I had some mashed potato with fish, with some uh, breaded, oh. breaded fish. I hate fish, bro. What kind of fish? I don't even remember what kind you of don't fish remember? it was. I, I love seafood, fish. though. You like seafood? I love seafood. Like shrimp and all that? Yeah. Sushi and all that, too? You love that? Yeah. What's your favorite type of fish? Favorite fish? Probably mahi-mahi. That's a good one. That's a good one. Favorite restaurant to go out to eat, Jordan? Favorite restaurant to go out to eat? That's a tough one. Um... Probably either Cafe Abrachi or Cafe Violeto. Cafe, I've never I heard of Abrachi. I've heard of Cafe Violeto. Is that both Italian? Yeah, it's right next. Cafe Violeto is right next to Coral Gables High School. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been in there one time. Yeah, it's like undercover. You got a park like in the back or something yeah. like there. Yeah, that one. What do you eat there? Pasta. Pasta with shrimp, ravioli, risotto with short rib. I can eat anything, especially yeah. Italian. Italian's one of my favorites. That's your favorite, huh? Any are you dessert kind of guy too? Yeah, mostly brownies. Brownies, chocolate desserts. Going that way. Look at you, buddy. I love it. I love it. My brother, thank you so much for doing this, man. Thank you for taking the time. Anything I could do for you forever, you already know you just gotta hit me up. Don't let me down. I I I need to see you. What are we today? Today is what day is it today? Hold on, bro. I gotta hold you accountable here because my computer says the 16th. Today's the 16th, bro. By September. No, it's too early. Let's do December, bro. Let's give you till December. So by December, you have to at least spoken via Zoom. This counts, so it counts. So this is number one. So you already got one. At least. 25 times that's easy for a guy like you with your story that's a joke 25 times jordan and you at least have to go on five dates you hear me you do know where in the middle of july that Buddy, is five months dude no i'm giving you five months dude i'm telling you no you're gonna you're going december so you you got a long time so, so five speeches no, 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 bullshit, bullshit, exactly, easy, bro, come on, for a guy like you, one day, don't, come on, you crazy, and they, listen, I'm not, because the corona could be a Zoom date, you know what I'm saying, hey, it could be, it'll count, you know what I'm saying, I'll oh, hit up Tinder, dude, come on, bro, You just hit up your DMs, trust me, I know that thing's going crazy, you go there, hey, what's up, man, let's hang out, let's talk, what are you doing, no, I'm here, I just got Netflix, what about you? And then you talk about narcos. You talk about the whole thing. All right, my man. Don't yeah. let time pass, bro. Remember, you're yeah. only going to be 30. You're only going to be 30. 27 once, bro. So yeah, I don't want you to reach 60 and be like, well, I should have. Nah, bro. You, yeah. You're a good-looking dude. Thank God you kept the good looks of the face. So you're still rolling. Use that. Don't hide that. Use that. Keep that going. And my man, so proud of you, bro, with the stuff you're doing on a day-to-day basis. And you always have a big fan here cheering you on, my brother. Thank you, Coach. And thank you for inviting me and having me on. Your whatever you want. Listen, anytime you want to jump on here and talk about whatever you want, bro, you just tell me and we'll bring you on the show.
All right. Likewise, you ever need anything, just feel free to hit me up. I got you, my brother. All right, dude. Take it easy. Have a good night. Thank you, too. Have a good night. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.